Welcome to the Nerd Normie Podcast. I'm a big film nerd, Everett. And I'm Emerald, and I'm engaged to a nerd. On this week's episode, we'll be covering two movies. The Beekeeper, which we saw last week, but we're covering this week. Um, It's directed by David Ayer. And The Zone of Interest, directed by Jonathan Glazer. For both of these movies, we will do non-spoilers and then spoilers. There'll be time codes in the description below. Let's get into it. Alright, so for my pick, uh, we watched The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham, Um, and the description of this is, One man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after it's revealed he's a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as Beekeepers. Um, And... It's, the action is good, it's a fun, silly little action movie, but the comedy does not hit, and they talk about bees a weird amount. Like, someone told, we watched a video where someone said, uh, the description of this is just like someone got really drunk or stoned and was reading a novel about how intricate bees are and how important they are to the world and was like, yeah, that would make a good action flick. And that's what it is. Yeah, and I don't think, like, the comedy in it doesn't really land, but I would, like, maybe it was more laughing at the movie, but I think a little tongue-in-cheek. This movie knows what it is. Yeah. Like, it's not trying to be serious serious but the jokes were whatever but the long monologues about bees and the roles of different types of bees within the colony and how they relate to the secret organization and the u.s government and stuff was hilarious um and yeah as you said the action was decent and it was fun and i had a good time for a movie um, about protecting old people, they sure drag them through the mud a lot, calling them the weakest and most pathetic members of society at They're least more 20 times. They're more pathetic than babies! <laughs> yeah, basically. It's uh, a wild ride. Especially and... for Jason Statham to be like, anyone over 60 is a decrepit old loser, and yeah. he's like 60 years old, and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, though in this, they say he's supposed to be in his, like, early 40s. And it's like, yeah, mm, I was okay. like, that's the biggest plot hole is they're like, we're looking for a man in his early to mid 40s. And I'm like, there hasn't been one of those in this movie. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I had fun. The it was people next fun. to us had a lot of fun. This middle-aged couple was just, like, laughing and also very invested in the bee lore of this movie and it was very fun to sit next to them it's very much something that i would and did recommend to my dad it's yes. it's a dad action movie yeah. um i personally would wait till streaming just because yeah. it's a dad action movie but i do think it was fun and worth watching yeah or if like you and a couple friends want to go out and you know do movie and drinks this would be a fun one and give you endless talking points about how weird and ludicrous this whole thing is yeah <laughs> <laughs> but shall we head in some spoilers spoilers it is okay so um in this jason statham is retired from the government operation whatever being a beekeeper 
um, which is basically like if you want someone to work outside the law and do whatever they want to get the job done, that's who you call. Um, <clears throat> and he's retired from that and he lives next door to and works out of the barn of this little old lady who's very sweet and she's the only one who's ever looked after him, whatever. And she ends up getting scammed on the internet and they steal not only all of her money, but they steal all of the money for this charity that she has access to the account for, which is like over $2 million. Uh, so she kills herself, which is just, it's very sad. It's a very rough opening, honestly. Oh, but before that, there's this really cool opening sequence where they show all of the different places in like America that look like a beehive. I thought that was really fun and festive. But anyways, um, not fun and festive, that lady killing herself. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I just... <laughs> Alright, anyway, moving forward. So he, like, finds her body, and right when he finds it, the woman's daughter, who's in the FBI, also finds it, and she thinks that he killed her, but they have no evidence, so they have to let him go. And then he just goes on a trip of vengeance to track down every single person in this one internet scam organization, clear up to the top, and kill them off for preying on the weak, tiny, fragile, worse-than-baby old people. <laughs> and yeah, he kills him off, and it gets to the point where he finds out that the person who's mainly running it is the president's son, and he's used, like, CIA intel to find out, like, the elderly people who don't have, like, a family who would come checking in on them after they get scammed and stuff. Um, so he goes to hunt him down, but the entire FBI thinks that he's going to, like, kill the president, because I guess there's this one kind of bee that kills the queen if they need to. Anyways, so, yeah, he shoots Josh Hutcherson in the face. Yeah. That's the movie. And then the FBI lady lets him escape because he vengeance for her mom. Yep. And that's the whole thing. But the action is good. The fight sequences are good. The only one that was kind of silly was he stapled a guy's head just so casually 18,000 times in a row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really just just a casual swing of the arm back and forth as if he wasn't really doing anything. Um, yeah, for me, I think the only thing that was kind of... It was weird, but kind of added to the weird like it added to the weirdness in a good way but i don't know where this came from is two bits one he fights the current beekeeper who he kills immediately he kills her immediately (laughs) which is interesting because she's supposed to be so tough and whatever but also everyone in this pretty much jason statham just wears like a t-shirt and jeans all the people he's fighting are just like FBI guys in bland tactical gear or the military in bland tactical gear. Like, you've seen it a bajillion times. And then out of nowhere, this lady comes with this crazy trench coat and haircut, and she's got sunglasses. And, and a bazooka. And a bazooka, <laughs> and then she's got a minigun on the back of her pickup truck, and she's just, like, going crazy. And it's so out there from everything we've seen so it's like far. weird barbie if you've seen barbie yeah. that's her aesthetic <laughs> yeah and then it goes back to just fighting generic goons
goons and then at the end this australian guy just shows up with his like goon squad and he's in a bright yellow jacket or something like he that. he literally and... looks like someone you'd see in like Fortnite. yeah yeah and he's talking and acting super weird and like over the top and just there those two characters are in a completely different movie from everyone else and on paper that should not work but because this movie knows exactly what it is you're just laughing at it and enjoying the stupidity that you're watching but in a fun way and like again it is well made and so therefore like it's not one of those that's just like oh clearly they just were trying to be so bad it's good like no they made a movie competently it's just the movie's really stupid yeah in a very fun fun way yeah (laughs) uh yeah but what would you rate it six yeah i'd give it about a six i don't like i I wouldn't watch it again but it was fun yeah and i'll recommend it to people who want just a fun dumb action movie it's better than you know average for just boring action movies i'm glad that the b angle and the weirdness of that Without it, if it was just him fighting scammers, it would be like, yeah, okay, whatever. We've seen this a bajillion times. One guy takes on 50 SWAT members. But because of this weird out there B thing, it gives you something to talk about and remember it. Yeah. So I do think that it was better than that other action movie we watched earlier last year. What was it? The one with uh, Chris Hemsworth? Oh, Extraction 2. Yeah. yeah. That's like the only two action movies we've really seen in the last year, and this one by far Retirement is Retirement Plan with <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about Nicolas that. Cage. God, Way that better one than was that one. weird and bad in no redeeming yeah. qualities. But yeah, no, it's like, yeah. No. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Everyone, need your attention, please. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Alright, The Zone of Interest is my pick this week. It did come out last year, um, and it was one that had not gotten a wide release or even really much of a limited release until recently with its Oscar nominations. They've started expanding into more theaters, so it finally came to Salt Lake. Um, And it's directed by Jonathan Glazer and uh, stars Sandra Huller, who uh, is Oscar nominated for her role in Anatomy of a Fall, one of my favorite movies of last year and one of your least favorites. Um, (laughs) And this movie is basically a there's a guy, Rudolf, who is the commandant of Auschwitz and Sandra Huller plays his wife, Hedwig, not the owl, but (laughs) this woman. Um, And they live next right next to the concentration camp literally the wall is the edge of their property and they just are going about their lives it's just like being nazis yeah being nazis it's just this little drama about a guy who is having some issues with work and upper management and a woman who is you know enjoying finally having the house she's always dreamed of and it's a very simple basic plot but the entire time in the background is auschwitz burning and gunshots and dogs barking and people screaming and terrible 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 things happening in the background um this is a very this is not an in-your-face holocaust movie This is not trying to show you the most grotesque thing you've ever seen or make you bawl your eyes out or, you know, 
show you inside the camp and the true horrors that happened, what this movie is trying to do is show you that mundane life and how disturbing it is that people can readjust their minds to be okay living next to these things and that it still happens today and can happen today. And where we disagree, I think you need like I, I didn't find the movie to drag and that the, the length of it and the amount of just mundane stuff you saw adds to that feel. But I, yeah, I don't really have much to say about this movie because I understand that the subject matter is important, but it was long because of the fact that it's so mundane. And if I wanted to watch just a normal family who's not normal because they're Nazis just walk around all day like i don't know i just i wouldn't i wouldn't choose to go see a movie like that and i didn't know that's what it was um to me i would have liked at least 20 to 30 minutes cut off of it and him and i talked about it and we said that like it seemed almost like an art installation like if you put all of these clips together one by one and we're walking through this like art exhibit it would make sense and you could cut out some of the more boring stuff because there's like 20 whole minutes where he goes off to, I don't know, do a different job and stuff and it's just boring and even more boring than the mundane movie was. Um, and yeah, I thought there was like three or four really strong scenes that we can talk about in spoilers, but besides that, it wasn't for me. Yeah, this is... You know, it's very intentionally boring. I would say this is a movie made for the art slash message, not for any sort of entertainment purposes. And that's just where there's a nexus of people. Some of us like movies that are not for entertainment. 90% of the world or more likes to be entertained at the movies which is why the business exists so i i think of movies the way i think of meals i do not eat for sustenance everett eats just to (laughs) fuel his body and keep going i eat for enjoyment so to me going out to a movie should feel like going out to a restaurant it should be enjoyable it should be a treat whatever and it just wasn't for me it was boring yeah but if you want to see a new take on the holocaust story because we've all seen a million different movies read books had stories told to us watched episodes tv that are about this i have not seen this angle taken usually like i can't think of another thing like this that is so boringly interesting to me but yeah shall we head into some spoilers okay all right, spoilers for the zone of interest. Um, so yeah, his the plot for the main guy Rudolph is basically he's been an incredibly successful commandant at Auschwitz, uh, and so they are sort of backhandedly promoting him because they know he loves living there and he's good at what he does and whatever and is enjoying his life, but they have a guy that's closer to higher ups or like the son of or nephew or somewhere or whatever that they want to put into a powerful position so he's getting kind of promoted to a more just managementy position where he's not doing the thing he's good at uh, and he's just going to be kind of overseeing a group of camps 
Uh, and so he's kind of upset and doesn't want to move, blah, blah, blah. And he convinces them to let his wife stay at the house. And then he goes off and has a couple meetings. But then uh, they are transporting a ton of people out of uh, Hungary, I think it was. Um, and so he ends up back there because the new commandant just can't handle the sheer number of people that they have to murder, which is really disturbing and dark. But that is literally the whole plot. And for the wife, it's, I live here and I want to keep living here. I like that they grew up just an average family and now she gets to have the huge garden she wanted and a pool and all these beautiful things. And so, yeah, but in the background, there's always just this horror. Yeah, like... <clears throat> um you know, them being in their house, you know, they're talking about being Nazis, basically, and how they don't respect Jewish people, while there's, like, these three women who work in their house, and they're always kind of just, like, silently in the background listening to all of this. Um, or, like, they're, the three scenes that I said were the most meaningful, or, like, the most powerful, uh, her son is making out with one of their house servants and then she comes inside and the mother immediately is like screaming at her about why she's not doing enough in the house and everything and so it's just like kind of a slap in the face even more so than you know yeah I don't know just seeing that was just like oh uh, disgusting horrible or you know the kids would be playing outside and having the time of their lives splashing in the pool and right above the fence line there's like the smoke of people burning and like the faint screams of people dying and it's just horrible to watch and then <clears throat> right at the end of the movie uh there's they switch to like modern time and it's the people cleaning the museum that they have in Auschwitz and it was just it's so silent but it speaks so loudly you know yeah. it's just horrible um yeah, but, basically yeah. he he's walking out of the room after being told he is being sent back to Auschwitz to up the number of people they murder every day. Uh, and then he starts descending the steps into ever darker layers of the building. And at one point, and he's starting to feel like sick and stuff. Like for me, it was his body is, even though he's accepted doing this, his body knows there's something wrong and it's trying to stop him. And then he freezes on one of the floors and looks to the side because you hear just like a noise. And then it cuts to this scene of just modern people cleaning exhibits of thousands of shoes and millions, millions and just all of the just sheer things that he's going to go on to do. And then just cleaning it so it looks nice for tourists to come in and see the horrors this man committed. And then it cuts back to him and he walks down the final layer of steps and it's just completely dark. He completely disappears into the steps and there's just a faint bit of his shadow crosses a patch of light. I loved that shot. I thought it was beautiful in the most haunting way and really got across the point of this movie. Yeah. I will say up until the cleaning scene, it was like a zero out of ten for me <laughs> just because like, I don't know, I just... I need some kind of climactic moment in a movie or I can't stay focused. Um, but that scene was just like a gut punch. So. Yeah. And for me, another scene that really stuck out to me is really early in the film. 
the Commandant Rudolph comes home and he leaves his boots outside and this little boy in his Jewish striped outfit comes and has to grab his boots and go clean them and as he's cleaning them blood is running off of them and you can see like the boy doing this through the window and in the house they're just chatting about their normal day as this child is having to wash the blood of his friends and family off this man's boots there's another scene where they're someone is like fertilizing their garden and he's fertilizing it with like ashes of people which is just yeah they're literally growing fruits of other people's death it's just yeah horrible and um which is why I think art installation of several clips would have been, for me, more entertaining. Because, like, the little gaps in between these were just pandering for me. Yeah, yeah. and the one other thing I, I really liked about this movie is it's not trying to do the we're just going to shock you with the most horrible thing you've ever seen. You never once, I don't think, see a single person die on screen. No, they do it very, like hidden yeah you can tell when there's maybe something big about to happen and it'll cut away from it or you just see the smoke rising out of the furnaces or you hear the gunshot or you hear the dogs maybe there's a close-up on his face like once as he's doing some terrible deeds but that is it there's no horrible graphic things because when they do that it feels very yeah icky yeah, and so I, I think this movie knows exactly what it's trying to do and does it. It's just whether or not you want to sit through a two-hour movie that has no plot and is just about boring things. And yes, you can kind of get across this message maybe quicker, but I also, I really respect it and enjoyed its length. But yeah, if I was at a film festival or if this was just at the one like art house theater in Salt Lake, then fair enough, but the fact it's getting a wide release, I think a lot of people are just going to be disappointed because they'll see, oh, it's a Best Picture nominee, let's go see it, and not know what they're getting into, and it is not a movie for entertainment or anything. It is purely like a focused singular art. Well, I do think it's very telling that the IMDb score is like a 7 out of 10, but the Rotten Tomatoes score where actual critics go is like a 95%, which is a very much, it's, this has been a very him and I movie where it's (laughs) like, I am just the regular movie goer who goes to turn their brain off and be entertained like like a little, (laughs) yeah, like a little circus monkey for, you know, an hour and a half, whereas he's like, there for the art for the cinema that is made and that's just yeah yep so what would you rate it i i'm i think i've got to give this like a nine out of ten it has a very clear intent and executes it flawlessly i wouldn't change anything about this movie it's maybe a tiny bit long when he goes to his second job but that's it uh other than that i really really respect this movie i am going to refrain from rating it because i feel bad given the subject matter (laughs) so fair enough Die Kinder essen dann nicht viel Kuchen. 
All right. Thank you for listening to our episode this week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Nerd and Normie and tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. And if you're on audio platform, leave a five-star review. It really helps us out. Thank, thank you. you.